0: Hello, I'm Kira McAllister, and welcome to the first episode of QUB Voices, a podcast run by PhD students at Queen's that aims to give voice to research and researchers, promoting new and different perspectives. You can expect to hear from us every Friday fortnight, so mark your calendars now. Each month, we'll be focusing on a theme or issue affecting or influencing research culture, covering topics like coronavirus, immigration, funding, or mental health. In the first episode of each month, we'll invite experts on the topic and those involved to discuss their views with us. And in the second, we'll be putting a spotlight on one student's research in the area, learning all about their PhD journey. We want to help you feel connected to the research community, whoever you are, Maybe you're a student who has no idea what doing a PhD is or involves. Maybe you're a current postgrad wanting to connect with other students. Maybe you're outside of academia altogether, but want to know what we're up to or how you can get involved. Whoever you are, we're talking to you. So who are we and where did we come from? In this episode, I want to introduce you to the team. And give you a bit of background about how the podcast came about. With that in mind, I'll bring them in. Uh, good morning good to see you all virtually just want to mention we're missing the other kira today uh but hopefully she'll be able to introduce herself a bit later so this is probably really cringy but what i want to do today is start by just giving a short introduction to who we all are kind of like what we're researching and what our role is on the podcast so who wants to go first I could go ahead
1: if you don't mind. Hey, first volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, too, too brave, maybe. <laughs> so, I'm Chrissy, and uh, I'm doing a PhD in anthropology, ethnomusicology. I'm based at the School of History, Anthropology, Philosophy, and Politics. And uh, my research is into refugees' musicing. Um I focus on, uh, ref- I have worked with refugees sheltering in Greek reception centers. And I'm focusing on the role that music has in their everyday life, the meanings and the encounters. So this is in sort my, what, uh, my research interests.
0: That's so interesting. I didn't realise that you looked at music with refugees. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, actually, it's something that uh, we don't usually think. It's not the first thing that we think when we are thinking of refugees. And uh, this is the reason why I decided to do this, because music has such a crucial role. In yeah, that's really cool.
0: Yeah. And you've been out in uh, Greece this year, haven't you, doing field research? Yes, I've
1: spent one year in Greece. I was here before the pandemic began, and then I was trapped in Greece. I'm still here.
0: <laughs> <gasps> and when do you expect to be back in Belfast? As soon as possible. I've missed oh. Belfast we miss you too
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes and there are so many things going on now this podcast i need to go back
0: yeah 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 well it's good to have this to kind of keep in touch anyway and to feel connected to queen still while you're away isn't it
1: absolutely absolutely
0: okay so that's chrissy um and who is next who's our next volunteer
2: I can go. Go ahead, Adam. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, my name is Adam Pulsmelby. I am Danish, um, but I am doing, uh, currently doing a practice-led PhD at uh, SARC, which is a Sonic Arts Research Center at Queens. Um, I'm, I come from a background as an uh, experimental double bass player mainly, but also working with uh, signal processing and electronics. And uh, my PhD is um, about uh, looking at the the resonance of the double bass through um, feedback systems. So basically at the moment, what that means is that I'm drilling uh, large speakers into uh, double basses and making them self resonate and then try to develop a performance practice with these instruments.
0: Cool. So here for anybody who doesn't know what a practice-led PhD is, how would you explain that?
2: Well, I it's um I I I've I research my own uh practice, which uh may sound a bit weird in a s in a in a in an academic science context that you are like uh, I've there's definitely some objectivity missing in in, in that equation. But uh, at the same time, I think uh, practice-led research, it has quite a history in the UK and and there's a whole, um, let's say, uh, there's a whole practice around uh, how you approach your own work with a a critical mind.
3: Cool.
0: Right. Um, I want to go to Isaac next. And this is because uh, we're currently talking at the minute on Teams and Isaac has no camera on and I'm scared I'm going to forget about him. So, Isaac, can you go next?
3: Yes, of course. No problem. I'm glad you didn't forget about me. Um, (laughs) My name is Isaac Gibson and I'm a PhD student from the Sonic Arts Research Centre, also doing a practice-led PhD. And for the past five years, I've been working in the field of music technology and sonic arts. Um, my PhD research is based on investigating the use of audio-recorded interviews with palliative hospice patients, combining that with unique participant-centered music and sound design elements in order to create listening experiences for the participant to keep. And these listening experiences are developed and placed into a kind of like a personalized memory box that is then presented to them alongside their family in which wow. they can listen back to the experience through speakers and headphones. And kind of the purpose behind this is to not only develop interventions for use within hospices, but to also research the benefit this can have uh, and the benefit that individualized and immersive audio experiences can have on improving the mental health and well-being for patients within this context. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow.
4: <laughs>
0: That's a lot. So interesting. Um, Have you started doing your interviews or what stage are you at then with your research?
3: Yes, I have started the interviews, but unfortunately, like everyone at the minute, COVID-19 has kind of shut everything down, Um, especially hospices, which is Mm. kind of where most of what I need to do, uh, unfortunately. So kind of to get around that, I've been doing interviews remotely with people on the phone, kind of like this Microsoft Teams meeting. So yeah. whilst I may not be able to go to the hospice, I'm still able to phone up people, um, send a package containing recording equipment, and I'm able to get the interview that way. Although it's not as fun or as personal, because I'm not in front of them, mm. it's still, it's pretty much the best I can do at the minute.
0: Wow, so cool. And so important, I think. Um, sounds like it's going to really going to have an impact, your research. Uh, just for our listeners as well, um, I just want to make it clear that I'm not being in any way uh, putting any of my surprise on here. I've genuinely never thought to ask anybody what their PhD research is. So uh, this is all new to me as well. Um, and let's go then to biha next.
4: So my name is Ho Wen. I'm a composer from China. Um, and I'm pursuing my PhD in music at Queens. So I compose electroacoustic music, and uh, it can be a fixed media piece or live performance music, uh, which involves instruments and electronic sound. Uh, I'm very interested in how timbre associates and uh, inspires people's auditory memory Um, and their listening experience. So, for example, uh, in my works, I take symbolic sounds that people are familiar with and uh, I integrate them with the abstract sonic language of contemporary music. Um, Because some of my friends think that um, it's very difficult to understand contemporary music, especially the electroacoustic music, So I think maybe I should find uh, another way to compose music um, and uh, people may get easier to understand and it can um, closely connect with their, you know, daily life. So this is my goal. Um, Yeah. So basically I'm a composer. Yeah. So
0: interesting. As you can tell, we've got quite a few uh, people from Sark on the team as is our next team member,
5: Georgios. Hi, everyone. My name is Georgios Ferruzzos. I'm from Montreal, Canada, but have Greek heritage. Uh, I've been in Belfast on and off, completing my master's in 2019 and then returning back in February, so right before the lockdown. So a lot of things of my research has changed, but what I basically did through my master's was uh, a focus on the peace walls, using spatial audio techniques to create some projects. And this was an alternative approach to uh, conflict transformation and starting conversations. So I'm kind of branching off of that now with my PhD, in which I want to focus on cultural tourism with immersive technologies. So looking into virtual reality, augmented reality, and how I can stimulate uh, conversations based on history and current relationships with different sites around Northern Ireland. The only problem is uh, all the sites had closed down during the lockdown. So I focused more on COVID and the COVID impact in the city of Belfast. Uh, and I'll wait to see what happens from here on out. But I basically want to consider some traditional documentary, So video, photo, audio, and, uh, as well as immersive documentary. And perhaps some creative compositions as well. But everything's kind of up in the air and I'm waiting for uh, some more news from the government as to what's going to happen with these sites.
0: Yeah, it's quite nice though that you have a possibility there to move into looking at research to do with COVID. Um, You know, you're kind of using the thing that's disrupted your research to kind of change it.
5: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, So I think that's quite cool. Um, Okay, well I should probably go next and uh, Mine actually probably leads quite nicely in from that because I also look at the troubles in my research. Um, I'm a PhD student in AEL. Oh, I should probably clarify I'm Kira Mack. Uh, we have Kira Gorman as well. Um, but yeah, I look at the representation of gender and the working class in representations of the troubles in Northern Irish fiction and drama. So basically what I try to do is find patterns in how working class men and women are represented. So thinking about why we picture men in balaclavas when we think of Northern Ireland and not men in suits, why not women in suits. I'm really looking at uh, the stories that we tell about Northern Ireland and how they all seem to focus on working class people um, in all of our fiction And drama, and what kind of impact this has on how people think about Northern Ireland, and also how people think about the working class. And gender is a huge part of this, Um, so it was kind of impossible to consider the working class without considering gender roles. But yeah, you'll probably hear me talk about this more as the weeks progress because I have this magic knack of finding a way to talk about my research in absolutely every conversation. (laughs) So I'm great crack in the pub. Um, right. So as you've heard, there's so much variety on our team and everybody's kind of coming from their own different diverse backgrounds and has so many different skills to bring forward. And I think that's what makes this PhD project or this uh, podcast pod project, sorry, really great but i want to talk a bit more about how we got started and how we all came together considering i didn't know what anybody else was studying um so as i said i'm project lead for qb voices and the idea for the podcast came to me over lockdown so everybody talks about how doing a phd is such an isolating experience and for me in my first year of my phd this wasn't really something i had worried about first of all i'm quite good at working on my own but also I have friends in Belfast. I have my own hobbies and interests and good kind of social connections. But 2020 obviously had different plans for me and different plans for everybody. Um, And Twitter was great for keeping up with how other people were surviving and managing research and isolation. But it doesn't really compete with having real conversations with people. And everyone on the dog seems to have a podcast at the minute. So why not us? And after I thought about it, I started to float the idea with different people, and I dropped it into my PhD group chat. And Chrissy, you were the one of the first people to get on board. So, do you want to tell us what interested you about it, or what what drew you to QB Voices?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Actually, when you uh, when I saw that message of yours, I was just uh, so enthusiastic. So I was like, "Yes, I'm going on board. This is the next step to do." Um, Well, in the past, uh, I used to do radio broadcasts because uh, I have a background in music and I also love the specific medium. So shifting into doing a podcast and the podcast in the context of the university was like the next step for me. It was the next uh, step for my development, for my, it it is in my interest. Uh, I love this medium, so I didn't think much about joining it. Um, well, I like uh, podcast as a medium uh, for communication because uh, it gives you the chance to reach out to people, uh, respecting their uh, own their individual uh, management of time. Because uh, the specific medium uh, gives the chance uh, to listen what you want to listen to the podcast that you want to listen uh, at your own free time it gives you the chance to repeat whichever part you are most interested in so this means that uh, it gives also the chance to the people who participate in a podcast to uh, you know to communicate your message to communicate your views to communicate your research because we're going to showcase research in this podcast as well. Um so it seemed like uh, an incredible opportunity for me yeah uh, doing something with other people using the specific uh, format
0: yeah um well that's kind of good to hear I guess uh how enthusiastic you are about it and Kira Gorman came on board at that stage too um and then once I had a couple of people who kind of supported it and thought it was a good idea I went to um the PhD or the postgrad lead in English is Adele Lam. And I asked her for some advice about how to get started and what to do next. And she put me in touch with SARC. And I sent out an email then to PhD students in SARC. And Adam, Isaac, and Beha, I think you all got that initial email. And it was really just a call out to see if this project was something that you'd be interested in. So do you want to talk me through the process of like what happened when you got that email or what did you think? Adam, do you want to go first?
2: Sure. Um, well, I've been, uh, I've been enjoying a couple of podcasts over the, uh, the past few years. And I thought it sounded like a a great initiative, uh, to, well, to get to work on, on a podcast that showcases other, other people's or different people's, uh, research at, at Queens and, uh, also... Not being from Belfast originally, and and being at Sark, which is like it's it's not physically at the uh, main building of Queens. Like we are a bit out of the way. Like I haven't had that much interaction with with uh, with students from uh, from other other departments. So I thought it would be a great opportunity to get to know more about other people's work at the university, but also contributing to. To the community here and uh getting to yeah spreading knowledge about research really and and then of course also being involved with music and sound uh learning more about the production side of of a podcast and what that entails
0: yeah
4: cool anybody else want to jump in yeah yeah, yeah sure sure uh when i, I received uh, uh the Sarah's email i thought that's a good idea because I was locked locked in my room um I was in UK at that time I I, and I think oh finally I can talk to people in English because (laughs) I just talked to my professor um, online you know uh, I cannot uh, enjoy our academic uh, atmosphere in school even even though I was in UK. So I think, well, it's a good idea. And uh, this is the first time for me to get involved in the podcast. And uh, I, I'm working on composing a short jingle for the podcast. And I will work with Adam, uh, George and Isaac uh, to help with the, the audio editing and the post-production. So actually. I'm quite interested in how uh, podcasts work, you know, the, the working process, the teamwork, the technology and the promotion. Uh, on the other hand, I'm keen on taking this uh, valuable opportunity to talk about uh, our, you know, PhD studies, uh, even the current affair with uh, other team members. Um, so, yeah, I I believe it's a very great it can exert positive influence on our research culture. Yeah,
0: yeah. I just want to pick up on what Biha was saying there as well. Um, so he's talking about composing the jingle. So to our listeners, that will be the one that you have heard at the start of this episode. So that's all down to here. That's his work, his baby, uh, the prod, the product of his work in lockdown. So. Uh, Let us know what you think of that. Um, Isaac?
3: Yes? I remember Um, you again. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I think a lot of the points that have already been shared, um, I agree with. Uh, When I got the email, um, in fact, just to go back a wee bit, I did a workshop last year um, because whilst I'm a PhD student, my writing is atrocious. So I wanted to try and find ways to improve that. And and whilst I was at this workshop, the I don't know what you call a person, the teacher, um, was kind of highlighting the importance of a writing group um, and the importance of this writing group uh, being a collection of students together, um, sharing ideas, um, keeping each other accountable, and that sense of community. And then coming away from that, I kind of felt that there wasn't really that at Queen's. And ironically, your email came at the right time. And I felt like this was an opportunity to kind of join something similar in which it's a collection of PhD students. We're all sharing each other's work and we're getting the opportunity to promote ourselves a wee bit um, in addition to helping out on this project. Um, And I felt that was kind of good for me because the PhD can be quite lonely. Um, And as Adam was saying, we're quite tucked away up in Sark. We're kind of like hermits a wee bit. So... It's kind of nice to share ideas and sort of thoughts with other students. And so from my point of view, I feel like I can help out in the production side of things as well with either the recording or um, the editing and bits and pieces like that. So that's kind of my thoughts on it.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. It's something that I felt as well, um, because the Graduate School at Queen's is great for running events and they have weekly um, peer proof reading groups and workshops, and they did a great job as well. I think they actually won an award for it for putting them online during lockdown. Um, but sometimes you need something a bit more informal. And yeah, writing groups are good for that. Um, and just having a kind of more casual chat than you would with um, maybe in a more formal setting of the graduate school or in a, a workshop run by them so yeah i think it's nice to kind of have both to have the option to go to something where yeah you're being taught or instructed or you know learning new tips but also a chance to kind of just bounce off each other um and isaac you were so enthusiastic about the podcast that you brought in Georgios. <laughs> so Georgios what happened there Georgios is the newest member of our team um and yeah isaac i think he sent you a message today
5: uh, well, we met up and one of the the points of the conversation was telling me that there was this podcast happening. Do you want to join it? And uh, I think I, I answered right away that, uh, yeah, I would love to be part of the team. I love meeting other people from Queens and learning more about their research. I find it fascinating how diverse everyone is and how we all connect with sometimes these large projects or smaller ideas, but they have such a large impact overall. Um, whether we're looking at it locally or, uh, um, internationally, we, we have a lot of great research happening at Queens. So yeah. And, and the fact that it's a student led project just made it more interesting that I can meet other PhD students that are working together for a common goal. Um, uh, I, I guess I have to agree with b Adam and Isaac, you know, yeah, we're all at SARC, so sometimes it's just audio focused and we don't think too much outside of SARC. So now combining, you know, our skills that we, we know and learned, we can apply them somewhere else to help everyone else from Queen's get a voice.
0: That's great. Um, so I think that gives you a good enough idea of who we all are, how we came together, and kind of the collection of us that's on the team. Thank you all for being here with me virtually and for the contributions that you're making on the podcast and for coming to say hello on this first episode. Thanks so much for listening. We're really looking forward to working for you and with you all over the coming months and can't wait to hear what you think. So make sure to leave us some replies and ratings and follow us on Twitter at QUB Voices. If you liked us, please tell your friends, your tutors, your granny, and let's get the word out. We really are here to work for you, and we'd love to know what kind of topics you'd like us to discuss. Also, if you're interested in getting involved with the team, if you want to do work on our social media, want to host some episodes, work on editing, whatever, do get in touch. We'll also be doing calls for interviewees throughout the year, so keep an eye out if you want to share your research with us. I'll be back on Friday the 9th of October when I'll be talking about the impact of coronavirus on PhD research and seeing how some of you have coped with lockdown. See you then.